0: are you wondering how you can contribute to funniest thing don't flip out go to
1: patreon.com forward slash funniest thing this one is called the pants take
2: eight welcome to funniest thing with daryl and ed the best looking guys on the radio Welcome to
0: The Funniest Thing. Oh yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo
1: Studios in Beautiful downtown Van Nuys. Yes. Uh Indy? You've made a mistake once again on the whiteboard. It's Daryl and Ed, not funniest thing with Farrell and Fed. I think it's, is it Farrell? Yep. Uh-huh. Farrell.
0: yeah, sorry. I mean,
3: I, I have no excuse. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, that's okay. If you're not on YouTube yet, go to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on YouTube. You can see what we're talking about here. Like and subscribe and all that good stuff. We have a great show today. It is called Bringing It About from the Inside Out with Siri Gopal. All of the reform is from, all reform is from within outward. You will always find that the outward is improved as the inward is improved. As you improve yourself, your outward circumstances will change for the better. The power released from within yourself will change your outward life. On this episode, Daryl and Ed shine light on the fact that life always corresponds to our mental attitude toward it. And during the second segment, he's a laughing yogi. He's just a, a heck of a Sikh. He is Siri Gopal Singh, and he drives the point home with today's reading, Life Unfolds from Within. Ah. And now's the time where we get to thank Jeff Comfort
0: each week. He's in beautiful Missouri. We're going to. No, he lives in Kansas, but we met him in Missouri lives at lives in Kansas City, Kansas. At Unit unity
1: online radio
0: back 10 years ago i
1: spoke with him this week about our arrival i'll tell him we call him as the you know during that week to set it up so we can get together is he excited heck yeah he is because each week he takes us right right
0: into into the the comfort comfort zone
1: Oh, my God. Indy, how are you, man? Thank you very much for everything you're doing over here at Choburn. Ah,
3: Thank you guys so much. Loving you. It's a great, beautiful Saturday. Amazing.
1: Let's have a great show. All yes. right. Yes. And today's show is turban charged, as Daryl's been saying all morning. They'll see why. Yeah, you'll see why shortly. <laughs> um, why don't you tell them how to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club? I think most every listener is a member. Yes.
0: Uh They may not consciously realize they are, but they're living it, and what we are is just a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love, and as we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member we motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances as the result of living lovingly and expectantly. Yes. And that's when you usually say funniest thing, you're not going to believe it.
1: That's right. We want to thank and bless all the Patreon contributions out there. They just keep it keeps increasing, which just keeps improving the um the show allowing us to be here in, in, in beautiful Chobo Studios, so you're blessing Chobo Studios, you're blessing everyone who listens, yes. and you're blessing your own life by circulating money. It's meant to be circulated. It really does come back magnified and multiplied when we it generously. Daryl and Ed tithe ourselves to many things. And, yes, we do. Um, so we appreciate the Patreon community. We did a great um, Tuesday Prosperity Zoom class this week. We've been doing one every week. And the funny thing is, we Daryl's been talking a lot about the Eye of the Tiger regaining that like sincere belief and well, The eye it?
0: of the Tiger is, when I first what got me excited about this, what made me want this stuff was seeing my friend, my new friend or my mentor, you know, he was really like my dad's age, Mike Dugan. right. I would see him on a regular basis in Waikiki. Hawaii, while I was stationed there, and just seeing Dugan, joyfully trusting God and getting results, like immediate results from living this way, I was like, I want that. And what happens over time, though, after, I mean, I'd started applying it and I was getting the results, but over time, as your consciousness develops and you become more in tune with these ideas, and you're living mostly with a positive attitude towards life. Life gets good. But then we tend to get complacent. And I don't have the super eye of the tiger. And it's eye of the tiger because in Rocky III, yeah. he became a successful boxer. He was doing commercials, making good money, has a nice house. But he was getting complacent. Yes. And he lost right. to a guy who was a hungry, you know, street fighting boxer like he once was. Clubber Lang. He got clubbered by clubber.
1: Yes.
0: Clobbered by clubber. Yes. So uh, the point of this story is he had to get back to the basics. Right. And that's what I've been doing the past few weeks. And man, right. it is incredible. You'll get the results. Yes. When you really decide, I'm going to believe and trust in God and
1: Letting go and letting God work in our affairs. Dude, this is perfect because during that talk, I didn't even realize I had this in my pocket. It, it is a, a, a postcard from Kirky on the front. He sent it to me. It says, when life happens, and it's two boxers, one knocking out the other one, but they both have my face. And it was so perfect because that's what happens in our consciousness when we start struggling. We start beating ourselves up. we start, And it feels like life is really... Hard, but it's really us beating ourselves up. And so, uh, but on the back, there's a quote. It says, Ed, stop beating yourself up. And remember, once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. That's from Ralph Waldo Emerson. We had another postcard from Kirky that came to Daryl and Ed. It's a picture of Daryl making a painting of Ed that says, it is finished. I'm sure that it is finished, though it's difficult to know for sure. And the quote on the back here says, from Ernest Holmes, Fear is the belief that God is absent. It is the only devil there is, and if it governs our thinking, we experience the only hell there is. Fear begins and ends within the minds of the one thinking it. The nightmare of its binding and restricting thought is broken as we turn to a belief in the goodness of God, the presence of a creative mind, and the feeling of a love that never fails. Ah. ah. You know If you want to send us something, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. We got a bunch of books from Leslie Laird this week. What do we got? Well, this one, we're not sure. This came from a secret admirer. Yeah, it came the next day, so I was assuming it's from Leslie and it's about animals, but maybe it's from Kirky. We're not sure. Yeah, because it's
0: called A Passion for Donkeys. And Daryl loves donkeys. Well, ironically, Tuesday, I was at... my first time as a volunteer at the uh, Rancho St. Francis – Rancho St. Francis uh, horse sanctuary here near Simi
1: Valley. Right.
0: And, man, these don- – I was actually spending time with the donkeys, and I'm going to be going back this Tuesday to hang out with a, a pen full of donkeys. But, man, it w- I was – I really had to apply these ideas because the night before I'm going, What am I doing? Do I really want to hang out with horses and volunteer with horses? And then I started getting intimidated, you know, because they're big animals. Right. I got to go in the pens with them and pull them out. What if I get kicked? You know, all this. And I said, No, I am going to apply these ideas to this. Mm -hmm. And. I am going to – I decide to be the great man I am instead of the struggling person I think I am. Right. And I just – all you got to be with any animal is loving the animal and confident. That's it. And I do that anyway. Right. So, man, I had the best time, man. The best time. We're going back on Tuesday. So whoever sent Passion for Donkeys –
1: this came with perfect timing. Right, it came along right after we got Homer's Odyssey, which is a story about a blind cat. Right? Oh, yes, this is from Leslie Laird.
0: It's about a blind cat, and I sent. Uh, she sent this because she heard about Eleanor, my blind cat. Yeah, uh, that has no eyes, similar to Homer, and I sent to India couple photos, so you'll probably show them on the screen. On YouTube,
1: you can check it out.
0: You could see beautiful Eleanor, and I think there's one there. There is one there
1: with her and Gidget. All right, great. We got this great food playbook, which is creating characters out of fruits and vegetables and such, which is amazing art. Yes. With photographs. This is also from Leslie Laird. Thank you so much. Why don't you pop one page open? They are quite good. Well,
0: on the front, you could see the screaming. And here's the screaming orange, and inside, that's a... Eggplant, and I'm not sure what the
1: little bird is made out. Oh, two plums. Nice. All right, so we have a reading from Foster McClellan because what you did regarding the the donkey ran the the animal ranch that you yeah, went to changed, help Yeah,
0: changed. I'm telling you, the winning combination.
1: A lot of people say, you know,
0: visualize, think about it, make it come about. But I'm going to say something here. It might upset some folks that say, just believe. It. You got to have the component of love. If love is not felt in the desire, in what you're envisioning, then I don't think it has any power. Then it's just willpower or wishful thinking. Right. But when you combine it with the feeling of divine love throwing, flowing through you in conjunction with whatever it is you're desiring and then having that general atmosphere of love, that's when you really start experiencing the funniest things. Because real quick, how Siri Gopal is on the show today, I was going for my regular walk arbitrarily, and I do it to just get out of my, you know, to get me, it's after my meditation, my readings, I go for the walk for physical well-being, but also it continues to help clear my mind of any negative thinking that may be left in there. And I was walking and I was approaching a street light for the crosswalk and it was, I could see it was just about to turn to yellow where I would have enough to kind of, if I hurried, if I picked up the pace, I could scoot across the street. But I'm going. That's not what I'm doing this walk for. Like I could feel myself. Oh, that's we gotta go. I you know, because yeah, we all that. think, oh, it's about to turn yellow. It's like that movie Starman, where <laughs> he's driving the car. He's from another planet.
1: Oh, I remember this. Yes,
0: and he's driving the car. And all of a sudden, there's a yellow light, and he goes speeding through it. She goes, "You're not supposed to. Th- Why'd you speed through that yellow light?" She goes, "He goes because that's what the yellow light means, doesn't it? Because he saw humans every time right. the light would turn yellow. He thought it meant speed through. So we have this tendency, to, like this this um, idea of lack. I got to hurry. So I'm going. No, I am just. I'm. I'm that's not what this is about, Daryl. So I just leisurely get up there. Of course, now the light's red and cars are going by. And the last car to go by, and I'm standing right there, is a truck. And I see a white turban in it. And I look and I go, oh, my God, that's Siri Gopal. So I I look in the street. He's too far away to call to him. So I call, I mean, to, you know, physically say, Siri. So I call him on the phone. I'm like, hoping he'd pick up sure enough he picks up he comes back around i was going oh man it's like this stuff this is living the funniest thing we could do it intentionally but the best part is just generally generally walking around with you know maintaining my peace and not being tricked into hurry you know any little bit of fear and you get it's almost like the universe is always in divine order and, and working for us, and it's clearly
1: obvious when we're in that state. I mean, it is for me. Yeah, I love it. I mean, and in the, in the, why this, that goes so perfectly with the show, just to reiterate, is everything was you shifting your mind on your end. Yeah You yes. shifted out. You intentionally shifted out of the rush mode, because the rush mode, as much as we get a little bit of a high of like, We got through. We made it. It's really almost like, uh, or not almost. It's really the belief that there's not enough time. And we cheated it. We made it that time. But it's still reinforcing this idea that there's just not enough, which goes along with the, the meditative thing I've been doing lately in the morning. Because at school, there's so many, at that school, there's so many things on the checklist. There's no, rationally, there's no way they could get any of it done. So then what would happen in the past is I tend to, really tense up yeah, and believe and start affirming there's not enough time or believing that. So in the morning, I just imagine myself opening up the faucet of time and letting yeah. it flow because the big thing you talked about too is that we, when we're living from the inside out, it is not just an act of pure self-will to prove that we can make something happen. It's about realigning my thinking, which goes with what you just said, with love, which yeah. is the nature of the universe. And I don't always know that my thought can ease and many uh, can get out of sync with that. And you said it that a lot of. Times and I think you got. We're inspired by Robert Stone earlier. Yes, we about, were. Tell, talk about how you were you talking about how our minds. Yeah. If we're not in tune with this love, what well, happens? We were
0: talking on the phone on the ride here, like we often do as we're heading over here, because we come from two different places in Los Angeles and meet here at Chobo Studios. Oddly
1: enough, or, or not even oddly, amazingly enough, oftentimes without even planning when we're going to leave, we will end up behind, behind each behind other. The other. On the street, pulling into the lot. I mean, to pulling into the driveway. Here. It makes no sense, it's except it makes
0: all the sense in the world. Yes. So, go so on. we just listened to a chapter from a book written by Robert B. Stone. Yeah. And this guy, Robert B. Stone. It's on the Reality
1: Revolution podcast with Brian Scott. If you uh, want to check it out. Yes, reality it, revolution. So
0: podcast. we were talking about how amazing it was that this guy taught for twelve years at the University of Hawaii mm-hmm. about this stuff. Everything we talk about on the show about right. teaching people how powerful their mind and the force for love, and and he didn't shy away from the idea of God. He was like, "You got listen. You're going to have to get over this. If you have mm-hmm. if you have an aversion to mm-hmm. that word." And he gently walks you through to see, like, because it's a power, it's a force, it's benevolent, and it exists, and let's cooperate with it. So we were both talking about, yeah, isn't that amazing that this stuff has always been around, but so few people gravitate, like the majority doesn't really take it on. Right. And then it made me realize, you know how they call it mainstream media? Right. And I started telling it, I go... Well, it makes perfect sense because the mainstream consciousness is really not the fact that our mind and our thoughts are so powerful. Like the idea of prayer, one of the things Robert B. Stone used a clinical term to basically get the idea of prayer into the academic place, he would call it psychotronics, where, and you, Ed said even on the call that it's unity, that we're all one, that time and place mean nothing in prayer. We're all connected. So you could be praying to end war on the other side of the globe, and it's as effective as if you're right there. Mm-hmm. Or for somebody near, someone far, and he called referred to it as psychotronic. So I said to Ed, I go, well, it makes sense because for all my life, like the education system and everything we hear on the news and most all we read about really just highlights, you know, the mind is only there to, to protect us from danger. And then we start thinking about the way we think. And we were both going, yeah, that's really how it's been highlighted. Right. Right. That's like, I got to get there first, or I better do this, or it's all about how to use willpower and my mind to protect me from danger. But the real magic is when we could tune into this, cooperate with this loving force, and that's
1: when it's most effective. Right. That's right. Because then we start using our mind to be constructive and creative and focused on the things that we desire. And that's why meditation, morning routine, yes. inspired reading, meditation, some form of affirmative prayer, some sort of affirmative statements about how we're going to live is so important because it's funny. The mainstream is that word is even co opted because the truth is the mainstream yes. is God. Yes. The real mainstream. Yes, that we are all flowing with is God. This other one that we call the mainstream is really just a distraction from the real mainstream, which is God. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible to think about it that way. Um, you know what? I know you want to read it, no, but just ahead. based on the what you just said, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Listen to this. This was,
0: uh, this is, I'm reading this from Ed's favorite book, The Secret, but it's actually, quote, I'm quoting somebody here named Charles Hanel, H-A-A-N-E-L. And he wrote a book at the beginning of the last century called The Master Key System, and it highlights all these ideas we share.
1: I do have that book at home, by the way. And listen to this. This this goes along with (laughs) the
0: idea of what Robert B. Stone referred to as psychotronics, what? Which also
1: might be the name of Indian Maya's band that we're going to create, Psychotronics. Yes, that's a great name.
0: All right, go ahead. And, or, you know, the unity of prayer, meditation, how we get connected to our true self and everybody else. Yes. But listen to this. This is crucial. The vibrations of mental forces are the finest and consequently the most powerful in existence. The predominant thought or the mental attitude is the magnet, and the law is that like attracts like. Consequently, the mental attitude will invariably attract such conditions as correspond to its nature.
1: Yeah. You know, that's how powerful our thinking is. And that reminded me what I I was also going to say when you were, because I loved what you were sharing. Um, What I've been learning this week is relearning the importance of meditation and affirmed prayer inspired reading to first get out of the fearful state of mind yes to connect with this divine stream and then from there start affirming what i want because if i don't do that first my affirmations are still coming from a fearful state of mind and it's i have this conflict where i'm just trying to outdo the fear the fear is still there but i'm trying to get louder than the fear with the affirmations and sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do but when we meditate we quiet the fear then all of a sudden the affirmations come from more of a place of recognizing the good that's already there rather than trying to conjure up something that doesn't exist then my affirmations just is about me getting on board with heaven on earth which is all around me at that very moment. And in Thoughts for a Friend, I just got to read this. I don't even know what we're reading anymore, but I have this book in my hand. And the, 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 it's by Foster McClellan. It is called Thoughts for a Friend. And it's, oh, by the way, if you haven't listened to last week's show, which is called Trust More, Shove Less. or Shove No, less. Scheme Less, scheme, Trust More. Oh, yeah. Scheme Less, Trust More. Because when you're scheming, often you're shoving. To Scheme Less, Trust More with Carla McClellan, who's the daughter of Foster McClellan. I was listening to it earlier today. It is fantastic. Um, and I feel like this show is just born out of that show. And it's, this, this reading is called From the Inside Out. You want to know how to overcome a particular problem in your life right now? Meet it with faith. Approach it from the inside out. If a condition in our affairs has seemingly gone astray, and we let this condition change our attitude, destroy our composure, get us down, this is it. We are living from the outside in. Yes. When we meet it with faith, when we truly believe in the eternal presence and power of God's love in our life, we will know that our outer conditions are not permanent. They have come to pass. You, you see, my friend, we live in the eternal now. Life is meant to be good. When we live from the inside out, we will enjoy it every step of the way. And this week I had a big meeting it had been on my mental radar for a while, but I had neglected that fear until it got close. So I was like, all right, this is going to be a bit of a wild ride. I had to, I even got physically ill for a couple of days. I really believe part of it was the stress related to that. But I just apply, I kept, when I was feeling fearful, I just kept applying, God loves me, meditating. I couldn't quite shake it. So I was taking inspired action to prepare for the meeting but the fear was still there. I prepared, uh, the divine part of the timing of it came together. I got all the information for this, you know, for the student and how to support the student and got the whole team together, it's like amazing. I just bumped into everyone at the right time. We I helped and with this inspired thought, get everyone into like one clear narrative about where the student was and where we're yeah. going and why. And, but the fear part of me was only worried about making sure I had copies of all these documents, because this was one of the first in-person meetings I had. It was so ridiculous, but it was so loud and I kind of let it run me a little bit. You know, it's it's it just burned out more and uh, all this energy. And all the while I'm thinking and, you know, I can hear Daryl's voice. It's like, you know, you don't need to be doing this. I went to my office on one of the days at the end of the day when I had taken the day off to make copies. I tried to make the copies. The ink ran out in my printer. That night I ended up paying like thirteen dollars to get these documents. I mean, I don't mind the money, but I w- and thank God, God put a FedEx on the end of my block. I just walked down there, just like because I had this unruly child in my head. So scared, I was like, "All right, we'll walk down there. Mama we'll make the B copies."
0: Was really? Yeah. You better get these. So,
1: hundred <laughs> percent. But the day of, I woke up and I've been using the Stephen Tom Thorpe affirmation: "God, give me a better, a new and better." idea of myself. Just give me a new and better, because when I remember who I am, the fear dissolves. It's that old, these these little ideas of who I am that think I need to be afraid, right? So the morning of, I barely even slept that night, but I didn't care. I went full in like, I am going to have the best meeting ever. I'm claiming the day that God has for me, even though I didn't sleep, even though whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I put on the two hundred fifty dollars shirt I have in my closet, the most, you know, the nicest shirt that my my son and wife had encouraged me to buy because I've been stepping boldly into, you know, a newer expression of myself. I put that shirt on. I went in that meeting with with a copy, freaking documents like three inches thick of white paper, put them on the table. I ran that meeting though out of love and joy, like I was the CEO of this whole company, and the meeting went off without a hitch. And the, the dad at the end said, this is the best meeting I've ever had. And this is a, a, a situation where it was, the love, I really had to transform the whole dynamic with love. Everything, bang, bang, bang. This is the first time we've not made any changes to anything that was written. We're fully on board. Everyone's in agreement. And you know what? I, didn't, I did not use one of the copies. Not one of the copies of, like, I had like 200 pages of copies I just had to put them all in the shredder. So the one thing that fear was concerned with was not used at all. All the stuff that came out of love and inspiration went off without a hitch and transformed the situation for the better. I wanted, This is one thing, something I wanted to read from Marianne Williamson. I just happened to grab this off my nightstand this week. This is Daryl's old girlfriend, Marianne A year Williamson. in miracles, ladies and gentlemen. A year in miracles. And she says, you are loved and your purpose is to love. From a mind filled From a mind filled with infinite love comes the power to create infinite possibilities. We have the power to think in ways that reflect and attract all the love in the world. In any situation where you seem to be at the effect of forces over which you have no control, remember that God dwells within your mind and there are no forces over which He has no control. Therefore, through His power within you, there are no mortal conditions over which you are powerless. Where uh, Whenever your good is obscured by the appearances of an unloving world, the universe is programmed to lift you out of that condition and return you to an abundant state. Can you stop that timer for us? Yes. Ernest Holmes affirmatively states, and then we'll breathe and and bring in Siri Gopal. On uh, October 17th in, what's this one called? 365 Science of Mind, Ernest Holmes has a beautiful affirmative statement because this is... The part I'm really starting to come alive with is that I need to affirm my good with my voice, claim it. I need like I've been learning, I've been listening, I've been thinking it, seeing it, but becoming someone who states it. Like Daryl's always bouting it off. I can't wait to see blah, blah blah. You know, like you know, not just blah blah blah. I can't wait to see what happens. Wow, that's great. You know, I know something good's gonna come out of that. And now I'm learning to use my voice more and more in that way. And, and Ernest Holmes says today. I shake my thought clear from the belief that external conditions are imposed upon me. I declare the freedom of my divine birthright, knowing that I possess the kingdom of God in all its fullness. There is no bondage in God. Therefore, there is no bondage in me. I have a great sense of joy in knowing this truth, since the burden of personal responsibility is lifted. Today, I abide in the deep, calm realization of divine union. Dude, isn't that amazing that I... Everything we talk about in, in this spiritual stuff, there's like a paradoxical nature. By recognizing that it's living it from the inside out, I actually let go of the personal responsibility because I'm connecting with this love that is flowing through me. So it no longer becomes burdensome. Right? It's,
0: well, that's yes, because that's the key. Um, just Wednesday, yeah. Lori, Lori, last Wednesday, we went to the dentist's. Lori found out scary news about her teeth Mm -hmm. and her number one nightmare as a child is like her teeth falling out like chiclets oh wow so she was very concerned i've
1: heard of others with that fear as well
0: so she had to go see a specialist and i just started because i'm doing the eye of the tiger there's no more wavering. There's no more allowing mama B even for an instant when she comes in and goes, yeah, but you can't really, you know, anything can happen. No, I just, and I am back to like my real me. So it's coming up. She got an appointment quick, like within a week to go first. That same week, she got to go get the CAT scan. The CAT scan said this, and I just affirmed for her the meaning That's going to be like, it's going to be the best, most loving doctor. She calls me back. She goes, this guy was so caring, loving, told her all the different ins and outs. She gets an appointment for the major like specialist to do this um, very delicate tooth surgery on Wednesday. So I read in one of the readings, let go and let God work in your affairs. And I go, that's it. And because when we let go, we're letting go of the fear fear that, that like we were saying earlier, that mass consciousness, if I got to protect myself, I got to protect glory. I I can't though. But what I can do is like, you know, Jesus said, it's the father within me that does the work. So I let go of my responsibility, which is not even my responsibility, my false sense of responsibility. I let go of my false sense of responsibility. And I just knew it was going to be okay. Any little flurry of Concern, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to entertain that. She gets through the procedure. The doctor says, okay, you might be sore, this and that. The next day, no soreness. I mean, she is totally
1: doing yes. better
0: than expected. Yep. One other quick one I was at, I have to take medication for gout. Yep. It's just uh, something with my blood does something weird. And this condition causes like arthritic flare-ups. But there's a safe medication I take like a vitamin and it keeps that from getting out of balance, right? Right, right. And it's the most severest pain when it happens. So as my prescription wind down, I order for a new batch and I start to have doubts. Is it going to make it in time The mailman. People have been going around with bicycles in my neighborhood, stealing mail off the porches. I go, no, let go, let God work in all my affairs. So I only had two tablets left, and I had a doctor's appointment. I go to the doctor's appointment. I say, can you just see if my medication is on its way? Because I only have one for one for today, and I've only have one left for tomorrow. And the doctor goes, well, it looks like it was released two days ago. And I said, okay, that's all I need to know. I go, it's going to end up at my house right on time. And that made her happy too. Yeah, of course. Like when you you radiate this type of faith, people love it.
1: They really do. Because
0: it's true. And deep down, we all know it's true and we all love being reassured of it. Yeah. So I took my last pill yesterday morning. I happened to be home when the mailman comes. Uh Uh-huh. And, I, yeah, I just knew it was going to come on time. I figured it was going to come like Yeah, yeah. But he shows up, and I know the envelope that comes yeah. from the VA. And I said, this is perfect timing. I said, I just ran out of these this morning. Amazing. and Because I, I thought he was in on it, right. which he was. You know, we're all in on it. And he goes, oh, man, thank you. Like, he got a charge there out of being it the guy delivering Yes. It. Dude, this stuff works. It's only when I doubt it. But let's not doubt it. Let's all cheer each other on to have that eye of the tiger with this belief. Yes. And Ed and I came across, I'm going to wrap this up, this one Bible verse. It's the oddest Bible verse ever. It's so appropriate for today having Syria go Paul on to have this Bible verse. And it's this. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, Consider it nothing but joy. And that's from James chapter 1, verse 2. And the joy comes when I put my trust in God.
1: That's true. That's 100% true. And
0: then what happens? We get the results, and then that creates more joy. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. All this stuff is amazing. And, and the fact that you were talking about the eye of the tiger, and then this morning I remembered I was born in the year of the tiger. And I always feel just, I never thought too much about it, but I always realized, like, I feel like the creative, enthusiastic part of me is, like, the tiger in me, like go, like uh, Tony the Tiger and the Frosted Flakes. Great! Yeah, but then, great. guess what?
0: But then, Ed couldn't be the only show-off, because, funniest thing, I'm the eye of the tiger,
1: too, because yeah. I'm born uh, on the year of the tiger, as well! I know, this stuff is amazing. And then we have, uh, year, Indy, what were you born? Year of the... I can, the can, Rooster can, 1993. Oh, okay, Yeah. Cocky little devil. Alright. Well, we could do the breaths with Siri when we come back. Yes, so we Coming up next with Siri. Laughing Yogi. Gem Collector. Stone Dealer. No, Crystals. Crystal. Crystal magi. Uh, just all around great guy. Siri Gopal Singh drives this point home. With today's reading, Life Unfolds from Within. <sighs> Thank you for listening, Woo-hoo! watching. Funniest thing with Daryl and Ed over here at Pilbow Speed.
2: We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio.
0: Welcome back to the second segment of today's episode, bringing it about from the inside out with our special guest, Siri Gopal. Hi, guys. Glad to be here. Glad to
3: be with
1: y'all.
0: Man, this episode is (laughs) (laughs) turban-charged. I even I even, I'm at, wrapped a brand new one
3: this morning. So oh, thank goodness. New fabric, new life, new yardage. We're ready to go. Brilliant. I'm wearing
0: my Texas <laughs> turban. Uh, actually, that's where
3: Siri is from. I am. I'm from uh, out in West Texas, actually.
0: You know what the best part when I heard you were from Texas? <laughs> I, I was almost like what I forget who that guy in the Bible is said about Jesus, where he's like, Who ever heard of anything coming like... Like, uh, uh, oh, a, out of really Nazareth. Out of the, th-
3: they came out of Nazareth. And I'm yeah, thinking, no. who ever
0: heard of a Sikh coming out of <laughs> right. Texas? I thought, this is great, man. This is like meeting a unicorn. Uh, <laughs> no doubt about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely describes Serial I like Ball. that. I like that. I definitely enjoy that. And yeah.
0: we met in a miraculous way. I just stumbled upon, because I'm a fan of an artist. I don't know if many of our listeners even know who she is, because it's been some time since she's been big, big, but... As a kid, I was fascinated by Sister Corita Kent. She's also known as just Corita Kent, and she was big in the pop movement. So there was an anniversary of her, and, and at the uh, school where she taught here in Los Angeles, and I'd never been there. I go, "This is a perfect excuse to go." That's right. So I go there, and I'm like, "Oh, and why do they have a Sikh here doing laughing yoga? Like, yeah. what does this have <laughs> to do with?" With, right. with Sister Karita Kent. And then but I said, Alright, I'm going with it. And I did the laughing yogi the yoga with Siri Gopal for the first time, and I was dying of laughter, mainly because of his little smile inside his beard as he was, <laughs> as he was laughing. I was like staring at that, going, This is amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh oh and my then God. i found out why it's because you're a big
3: collector of i, I am Kent. i've been uh, very blessed to uh be as the people at the creta art center and other people uh art people around the world they call me the creta Kar- magnet yeah. so wow. i literally magnetized Karitas and i've uh, i've been very blessed to have like probably one of the largest private collections on uh of Karita Kent's that there are, so maybe, you know
0: what? I'll give Indy a picture of Karita Kent's work, so you could drop it in. And then, well, if you're watching on, on the YouTube,
3: Corita Art Center is great. Too. Yes, they, they've the done Car- some great work here, here
1: right here in Los here, here in Los Angeles. Yeah, the Corita yes. Art Center. Yeah. Well, knowing the way you live, I'm not surprised you magnetize these things to you. I mean, that's what the show is all about today, mm. really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said something at the break, for better or worse. A lot of people's ah, for better or worse, but. What we're really saying is that we have a choice. Are we going to choose for better mm-hmm. or for worse? Because it's always kind of going in one direction, right? right? Yeah. Right.
3: yeah. I had this thought, you know, when y'all were talking earlier and I was listening to y'all, the, the story of Jonah and the whale popped in my head. Mm. And it was this aspect of like, we have a choice to obey God, do what our destiny says, you know, live the best life ever or not. Okay, better for worst. Right. But here's the here's the little trick, here's the little catch, is that even if you choose the worst, Even if you choose not God, if you choose not to do your dharmic, you know, the path, if you choose not to obey, if you chose just everything, eventually God will catch up with you. Yes. Yeah. God is always going to catch up with you. So it's like Mm -hmm. Jonah, the story of Jonah, it's like we could say it's like, oh, my God, he was like fleeing god and running away getting in the (laughs) boat and then then this whale eats him and all that stuff but where did he end up he ended up back on his mission yeah right so he ended up back being in the place where he need where the people were ready to hear him you know what i mean yeah and i feel like that's that better for worse that even in the worst god's still working yes and we all know that but like the story of jonah is more like i almost had this thought when i was when y'all was listening to y'all of like Where's the aspect of like, maybe you play a little bit with running away yes. with God, yeah. running away from God, and then running yeah. away with God. Because even when you run away from God, you're still running with God because yeah. God is not separate That's from you. Right. You know what I mean? And it was just kind of this little like, whoa moment yeah. of Jonah the whale, of Jonah seeing him not just as what he was doing as negative, but even in his, what we could see negative or disobedient, see the positive within yes. that. He was running with God. I mean, he got—that right. story is like how many years old now? Yeah. It's a couple thousand, yeah. I don't know, ten hundred million yeah. thousand hundred million thousand, something like right. that. Yeah. But there's this aspect like that story of running away from God was actually running with God right. because he actually got closer to his destiny, yes. even by being what we would call the negative disobedience. yes. Yeah, it's so, this mix. Yes. It's this mix of better or for worse. Yeah. Right. God is involved with us regardless. Nothing can take us away from the love of God. That's right. You know, there's... Like, a, nothing.
0: There's a, there's a... That's right. It, I can't believe you're bringing this up, because there's a movie, an old, it's relatively old now, called Midnight Run, with Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin. Mm. And it was big when it came out, and I, I liked it, but I watched it again now. It's Right now, you could watch it for free on one of the streaming, Amazon or Netflix. But this is the thing. In that movie... The whole movie is about what you're saying. Divine order will prevail because it's all love. <laughs> God loves us so much that even when we make mistakes, it's almost like it's like a gyroscope. It gets wobbly and then it comes right again mm. because throughout the whole movie, you think, oh, my God, like this is a big mistake. There's something terrible. like this is bad news. Mm-hmm. But sure enough. Boom, it turned out to be the perfect thing. Right. And right. then, oh my God, now this is bad. Nope, the perfect. The whole movie is basically the story that you just said of Jonah that even when we make mistakes, God still loves us. And the best part of it all is that the act of surrender. Like I was thinking of my own life, even understanding this stuff, I was going through my own life the other day and I'm thinking, I got to take, like I said about Robert B. Stone, I wish I was living. I was living in Hawaii while he was teaching. Why didn't I take the class? Then I go, wait a minute. You never, even the things you did when you learned about this truth that you think look back and go, ah, I didn't take advantage of that. Oh, I should have did this. Or, oh, that could have worked out better. No, it worked out perfect. Right.
1: 100%.
0: I wouldn't have this life right now today. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Well that's why it's so important. The story we tell about things is really, really important. And a lot and the the the, the what you said is really important too. Because if we don't understand that God as principle is love, mm-hmm. does not change. I mean, I don't mean just understand it conceptually, but practice it in my yes. life. Yes. Yeah. So that anytime I do feel off kilter, that's what I was telling you. My new routine, like, based on what I had said earlier, too. So like if I'm in fear if I pray from that fearful place, it's not going to be very effective because Mm -hmm. the first thing I want to do now is reconnect with the awareness Mm -hmm. because I start living under the belief that God doesn't love me. I'm screwed now. Mm. God has, you know, like I'll have that, these kind of voices that were picked Mm. up that are not true. They're not based in principle. So the first, my, I used it last night. I just, I just sit in my, I've been meditating in my son's room while he's at college and he has this like owl, you know, like the '70s thing it looks like a rug almost. Yeah, like yeah, I know those. Yes. They're and awesome. It's perfect for my head. I so love those. I meditate those. and I'll sit in the bed, and I just go, I, I, because I, you know, I have a master's in spiritual psychology. I have a freaking mind that was in gate classes. I could figure things out. No, <laughs> I now I just say, what if everything I've been reading is true? That yes! God loves me unconditionally right mm-hmm. now, and God's gonna adjust yes. it. And I just sit and I imagine this white light, that's what a lot of color I've been using lately, white light just pouring in and just cleansing all of that stuff that I think I need to worry about.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm having these moments in a delightful way of like, wait, who am I? Like, of this silence coming, like... Mm. Because there's that moment where who I thought I was. Oh, you're so,
0: you become so far removed from the minute the person I thought I really was before I meditated. And then now I'm like, what was I thinking? Even if I was thinking really good thoughts then, I'm like in so much of a, like a much truer place. I'm like, right. Wow.
1: It's transformative. And you guys were. I swear, like this day, because of this, like <laughs> time and space are like dissolving. I heard you guys saying something. Was it during the segment or before about no longer believing I have to save the sinking ship? You guys were just mm. talking about this yes, yes. because that's what I'm doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. For years, I I'm, don't want to save the sinking ship anymore. For years, I was the guy who believed I'll go into the public schools and I'll save those kids mm. and I'll save that place. And I don't care what happens Ugh. to me, I'll just do it. And it was brutal, man. I was a lot of wear and tear, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was mm-hmm. like Jonah. God was still loving me. That's mm-hmm. that bad Jesus story, right? That you have to suffer and be is beaten.
0: Virtuous. Yeah. yeah, like your mom only likes the Jesus that's been <laughs> properly beaten. <laughs> Jim Caviezel.
3: My mom liked that one too. Yeah, yeah. She only
0: likes the Jim Caviezel yeah, the, one because the other ones the he one wasn't beaten up. Everywhere. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't was... beaten enough in the other ones. So <laughs> I, I, I spent a lot of time.
1: Uh, Trying to create these like joyful spaces. <laughs> so, so I was trying to create spaces for other kids to be happy to come into. But now I'm like, well, the kid in me has got to be happy as well. Yes. And you know, the first ki- and foremost. You know, for me, like I was the one thing that I really hold
3: on to like regularly in my life is that being I being a child of God. Okay. Yeah. Like, I really hold that in very, very close to my heart. And the other day I had this, like, I was like, you know what? I can be a child of God, but I'm really like a baby of God. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I I kind of see myself. I do see myself as a like baby a God. baby of God.
1: <laughs> <that> just, <laughs> I
3: want everything to come to me. That's yes. that magnetism. Yeah. That's the, that's the part of like literally like no matter what I do, even the other day I was like laying in bed and I was just like, I, I got a call from a friend. What's going on? I was like, I'm just magnetizing. And it just like, and I was getting calls and like yes. people were contacting me and we could say like, oh, I did work on the, you know, on the back end, you know, with, you know, who I am, the things I do, all this stuff. There's the action part, but beyond the even action part, I believe that regardless of what we do, just like Joan and the Whale, but going into step further into just thinking of a child of God or baby of God is that I'm going to be taken care of regardless. Yes. I'm going to be fed regardless. Yes. I'm going to be clothed regardless. I don't care if I literally give God the bird, guess what? I'm still going to be taken care of regardless. Yeah. God's love does not hinge upon my devotion to God. My devotion yes. to God, God is God. Yeah. Like God does, I mean he even like talks about that with like Job. God's like, "Uh, hello, I'm much vaster than you can ever imagine." Yeah. But there's this part of me that's like there's a part of like letting the mind relax. Ah. Letting the guilt part leave. I'm big on guilt just leaving in general. You know what I mean? And then being that place where only God provides. God provides, God provides, God provides. And it happens in such little ways. I mean, it could be the minutest thing is, oh, y'all called me last night or like, hey, do you want to get breakfast this morning? I was like, sure. You know, after I was like, I literally was thinking about hash browns last night. Then I looked down at my text and y'all are like, you want a hash brown? I was like, okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. To me, like, even though it's as simple as that is, it's like, that's the child of God. Yes. That's the child of God that knows that I'm going to be taken care of regardless. Right. Yes. Regardless well, yeah. if I love God, hate God, adore God, have this or this or this. God is always giving. God is always providing. God is always giving. God is always providing. You know,
1: two yeah. days ago, someone sent us like a success coach where they take the spiritual stuff, but they put mm-hmm. a little bit of it like, you got to work for it. That And yeah. Daryl and I, and and I, I could were talking read it. about it. And uh, well... I was, I, I, that day later, and you can read that, the, yeah. that day later, I think partially that helped clarify, but mm. I started yes. affirming because in the school, there's a lot of this, I have to earn, mm. you got to earn, you mm. do this, you earn, mm-hmm. and it's toxic, that way of thinking. But I, so I started affirming, my good comes to me now and I don't yes. have to earn it. Yes. Yes. My good is coming to me now and I don't have to earn yes. it just to get me to stop meddling mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. trying to prove that I'm worthy when God already knows I'm worthy. He had me. He had me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, you know, what you got? I'm going to read that the, the quote is, success requires action and a strong work ethic. And yeah, you could say, oh, that's true. But the way it feels, mm-hmm. feels like... There's struggling and suffering required in order order for you to be rewarded in this life. right? Mm -hmm. And that is horrible. But what you were saying about that, even if you give God the finger and do reprehensible acts, even if you end up in prison, God still feeds you and cares for you? I mean, even in prison, you get fed. You might not like the color the combo but yeah. <laughs> in prison, but still you're going to get clothes. Yeah, you're going to yeah, be clothed, fed, and well, taken yeah, care I've of. I worked
1: uh, through that program, the Spiritual Masters. We went into a woman's facility and mm-hmm. did these programs, which was amazing, because it's all about self-forgiveness and bringing. And the, actually, they closed one of the facilities after years of this program. It was mm-hmm. so effective because it was actually rehabilitating the people instead of wow. just but the thing is, a lot of the people didn't want, but like right. if you don't have these tools, they don't necessarily want to leave because they come there, they have a community, they have a place to stay, right. they have food. you know what I mean? There's people that understand them as as crazy as it sounds,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like that is more godlike for some people who don't have mm-hmm. that inner like I've seen I saw someone stand up and start crying, and she just said, "All my life, I thought I was dumb. I didn't realize like mm-hmm. I have." these certain learning challenges, it's mm-hmm. like, it was amazing. And, and that feeling like bred this anger and this feeling that she couldn't do, th- you know, like, and she was shedding that. And once people start shedding those limits, there's not one person that's any more worthy or unworthy, like no more or less worthy. Every mm-hmm. single person on this planet is yes. worthy as just as much good exactly. as any other person. Exactly.
0: Well, and once you cooperate, though, I will say, yes. any people who cooperate with these ideas I mean, that's the point. You could stay giving God the finger, and he'll still be taken care of, but it's not going to be the most – it's not going to be yes. the life he really intended for mm-hmm. us. You know, we're, we're fully actualized. We're still going on unless it's, a,
3: unless it's a game where God and you are playing. Yeah. But yes. then if you're playing a game with God – you're still connected with God. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're playing that game with God, like sometimes I do this, sometimes like I I have these conversations with God and I'm like, really? Like you're really doing this to me? Or like, really? This is not happening? Or really? Right. You know what I mean? And it's kind of being like a little like tug of war or like, you really want my love? You really want me to talk to you? Well, let's do something about it. You know what I mean? But that's still me connected with God. It's still that divine, divine aspect of, Connection yeah. and communication. That's the key yeah.
1: because you're coming. And the, the thing is why Jesus would say, forgive them for they know not what, what they do is, the peop, is when, myself included, when people are playing a game that they don't know they're connected mm. and they think they're not and, they're, and we're so afraid. Mm. And so the game takes on this like dark, self-destructive kind of a right. tone. Yeah. Because now it's not really like, we forget we're even playing a game You know what I'm saying? And so that's like when I went through, I think at the time when I met Fizarro and I really had made a leap, I left the job and I was just, didn't know what the heck I was doing, but I knew I needed to find, I had had like a spiritual awakening had started, but I had gotten away from it and I was so torn and so riddled with fear. Uh, At that time, I remember I went to a meditation with uh, Randy Vasilekos, that woman from the Om Namah Shavaya lady from, uh, she's in Ojai now. From agape spiritual center where we met and we i went to one of her like friday night specials like a longer mm. meditation and i remember at that time there was a moment where i just remembered god loved me and i hadn't remembered that in so long that it was like what i've been looking for oh, yeah you know and like it was like a drink of water and then i was super thirsty again because my mind yeah. was so riddled with stuff and then i was meeting daryl and he was giving me stuff to read and I got the masters and spiritual, all that stuff, but that moment I remember it so well. Cause it was like, Oh my God, I haven't felt that simple awareness mm. in so long. And there's many people that are thirsting for that simple awareness that and then once you get it, you can't go back. Like you, you yeah. just you know it. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Oh, you can read that. <laughs> okay, here we go. You should read that, or we should do the three breaths after that. Yeah, we got to do the sure. three breaths. Let's do these breaths. I love That's it. from Norman Lundy, You Unlimited. That's yeah. the book. Daryl and I have been encouraging so many people through the show, and Daryl mm. personally, to read this book, that now people are having trouble finding copies online Ooh. to buy it. Yeah, because it's out of print. Yeah, so, so people that, have been buying up the used versions. I thought that was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah,
3: 1965. You Unlimited, Through the Secret Power Within You by Norman S. Lundy. The ultimate word.
0: Ooh. Ooh, that could be a lot of things. <laughs> I know what my father's ultimate word was.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the question is what's your ultimate word going to be when you die? You know what I mean? Like when you're uh, done, what's that last word that you will speak on this planet?
0: A tu, Brute?
3: Hopefully hopefully not
0: (laughs) R2-D2.
1: Hopefully we'll be laughing, man. Yeah, I hope we're laughing. (laughs) If I could go out with a very good, very Very good, good, yay! My My wife will slap me right after that, for sure. The ultimate word.
3: Life unfolds from within. What you behold outside of you is only the result of your inner thoughts. What you envision within as your life materializes around you. When you seek first the kingdom within you, all outer things of which you have need or added unto you. And this is the way the law and the word cause life to blossom forth. When you seek first the kingdom within you, all outer things of which you have need are added unto you. And this is the way the law and the word cause life to blossom forth.
0: I love being a baby of God. I like I that better it. than child of God. I don't <laughs> know why it has more feeling for me. Yeah, but I love it. It's it's so good. it has more goo goo ga yeah, just Yeah, I could feel that more than just saying I'm a child of God. I think because so many people have said that for so long, yes. I kind of lost its
1: oomph. I hear you. And this is really tapping into how taken care of I am. When you say baby, now I know I'm really taken care of. Now I know. And it also makes me think of the wonder and curiosity of a baby and the activity that is required. Mm -hmm. Um, It also makes me think of our breaths. Oh, we got three? Because, well, we have to remember this show, bringing it about from the inside out means that. These days are ours. They don't belong to someone else.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's what we believe about these days. Yeah,
1: and but mm. but the Bashar, that guy Daryl Anka, Anka, channels Bashar, and then one thing he said on, that I watched this YouTube where he said, "If we're carrying bag, if 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 a bag feels heavy, our thinking, then it doesn't belong to us. The bags that are are ours don't have any weight." They inspire mm-hmm. us. They uplift us. But we're carrying around with thoughts. Oh. That, that's not ours.
0: Well, you know what another thing is? What? Uh, you know how a lot of people during these times, but they have always said this is a times like these. You know what I mean, Times like these. Mm-hmm. Well, George Bernard Shaw years ago <laughs> laughed and said times like these. They've always been times like these. Yeah, that's, that's correct. true. Yeah, it's it, such
1: a relief. And it goes back to the main, the real mainstream. Yeah. You know, that's a co-opted term because the mainstream yeah, I like is, the oh. is the divine definitely stream. the divine stream, and it's been spoken of as a stream of life and yeah. so by so many masters and teachers and traditions, right? Mm-hmm. Like the flow of life, the stream, the river. All right, why don't you start us off because I'm having trouble even remembering really? what reality is. Yes, uh, you're so right. full of, of joy right now. Let's go. Okay,
0: first take a cleansing breath. Uh. These days are ours.
1: Happy and free. Ah. These days are ours. Happy and free. Ah. These, These days, days are ours. ours. Happy and free. Ah. <laughs> You know, the other day, <laughs> speaking of happy and free, I uh, was sitting there and, and my wife's the business, she's been managing the actual store where they sell her pro- her the clothing, IT Studio stuff. She makes hats, bags and stuff and sells vintage there. But the, the, the brick and mortar shop, Vivera Boutique, is going to close in a few months. And mm. it's been like a part of our income, but she's also been growing at it for a while. And, and he's just going in a different direction. Yeah. And the owner's blessed us like. The same, he's kind of like a Mr. Magoo absent-minded professor, but he goes all in on everything he does. Yes. His business model changed. And so it's been awesome because it's been a great time when there's this unknown to just affirm, like, God's been listening to my wife's request to grow and do something new. And so we're blessing and blessing. And the other day, I look at my account and the money, like, and the checking doubled. And I was like, where did this come from? And, um... And I've been doing the, I like the baby of God, but I've been doing my version where I'm sitting there. And so, and I just, when I do that, I feel my good coming in. so it turned out we got, I swear we've gotten more money from Berkeley, my son going there because of his grants and stuff. (laughs) 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 Then uh, then we've even paid, you know, like, it's just been amazing. So that, it was just one of those examples of like, I didn't have to earn it. It just showed up. And it reminded me, because there was a time where I just, all this stuff, Daryl helped me visualize. I got out of this, like almost 40,000 in credit card debt. That fell away. Mm-hmm. And then the savings account that I never had, like grew. Yes. But what happened at that time, like crazy stuff. Like at the beginning of COVID, my wife started making masks. Someone asked her to make masks before you could buy masks, mm-hmm. before masks were a thing. And she just volunteered to make a few. We had then like, for like, a month or so before people started, it became yes. a thing, and people yeah. were like, uh, "Like I make masks." Like, um, so people it turned it thing. into like a yeah, a just, religion. Yeah. We get together in and mask to, like, yeah. and, and but they would also say like an opportunity to make money. That's not why we got into it. It just fell in my wife's right. lap. But all of a sudden, it was like drugs. People were coming to our doorstep in the wee hours because of COVID, and with the pickup masks, we're shipping them to Texas, there, all over, and it was all day. I was getting money. Like crazy I love, amounts, right. you know, like, I love that. and then when it's stopped feeling good, my wife just stopped doing it and yeah. let all the other people take over, whatever. But getting this little, not little, but this, this demonstration that came in this week remind me, oh yeah, this is fun when you're like really putting it in the hands of God and the stuff starts coming yeah. in new ways and exciting ways. It just, it gave, like, kind of like the hash brown. It's not about the hash brown or even a, the money. That part's great. But it's knowing that it's connected to the God that yes. loves us, that's providing yes, it. That absolutely. feeling that comes with it is the magic. Yeah, you know that that feeling of wow, there really is this infinite intelligence that loves us,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and is yes. providing. That is the part that because then it's like you unlimited, like the title of that book. I realize that I am unlimited, and it feels and, and it's the truth. It's not. It's been made into movies, it's been made into all sorts of stuff, and and it's true, and that's why it feels so good.
0: Did I say the name of the movie was Midnight Run? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, someone want to look it up. <laughs> Are we going to tell our story that we found out about Siri Gopal? Yeah, we could do
1: that. Do you want to share anything else before we wrap up the episode, Siri Gopal?
0: Hey, I just want to thank you all for
3: allowing me to be here, and I just want to encourage everybody to keep being the child of God, baby of God, and... You know, if you need to run from God for a season, feel free. Yes! You know, yeah. feel free to run from God. Why not? Because guess what? God's not only going to catch up with you, but God will fully yeah. surpass you and be on the other end right there with big arms. Yes! So run as much as you want. You're still getting a big hug. You know, I love that.
1: That's brilliant. I, I was playing this song for this group of where we submit music on WhatsApp. We just for each other and it keeps us playing music and... There's a song called Miss Ohio, and mm. I just played it last night, and it says, Oh, me, oh, my, oh, won't you look at Miss Ohio running around with a top down? She says, I want to do right, but not right now. Mm. And it made me think of that. Like, God is so loving. It's like, we got to have fun, too. Yeah. You know? And so it, it kind of ties it perfect. So, oh, also, did you know that one of your nicknames. Did Stephen tell you your nickname? Sir Ringo Paul. Sir Ringo.
0: Sir
3: Ringo. Did drone. you hear
1: the story, Sir Ringo Paul? You yes, have to no. know. Because you know Stephen. He hung out with you, right? Yes. Yeah, yes, yes. I, th- I thought we told him the day of That's You might have. day of. So happened. Just, just briefly, we've already told the listeners of this many times, but Stephen was having a particularly, like, a mm. lot of mental Garbage coming out. We he were was there. in the back seat of our going, car. Why? Man, I can't. I'm sorry, guys. We're bringing you down. And we're going, you're not bringing us down. We're having the best day of our life. But he was going that mental kind of <laughs> anguish. <laughs> and we were driving down Robertson,
0: and I go, hey, Siri Gopal lives over here. Let's go visit him. Let's see if he's home. Right, right. And all of a sudden, Stevers got quiet and like pulled it together in the back seat. Like He's yeah. no longer going, why? So we pull up. And he's going, wow. He's so along for the ride. Then we eventually caught up with you, and we found out what happened. In his mind, because he was so, like, self-pity, <laughs> and I'm bringing you guys down and all this. But when he heard us say, Siri Paul. He thought we said Sir Ringo Paul, <laughs> not realizing that those are two separate Beatles. So in his mind, he thought, these guys know Ringo? We're going to meet a <laughs> We're going to meet Ringo. <laughs> and his, 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 his... He shifted gears. Yeah, because his his desire for fame huffing came back in and he like, straightened his spine up. And all of a sudden, he got excited. Yep. But that's how God works. Of course. The joke is always on us. Oh, yeah. Because it elevated his mood. And then when he met you, he was already so high of the possibility of meeting Serengo <laughs> Paul. All of a sudden, we throw him in a room with a seek, and you had all these crystals <laughs> yeah. everywhere. It was like so mind blowing. Oh, it was, I love it was that. the perfect medicine for yeah. him. Yes. Yes. And then you bumped into him Again. serendipitously Again. on your own and him on his own. Exactly. Oh, wait, in, in LA.
1: And you have a message for us? Ooh. Oh. You gotta play that. We got Stephen had a very special tailored message for the show. We gotta hear this.
0: Yes, actually, it's James Brown.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's he, somehow
0: it came through Stephen's phone. Okay,
1: but it's James Brown. Okay. Let's hear it.
0: I gotta make sure this is living from the inside out. <laughs> Ooh, leave it my spiritual principles.
1: Living from the inside out. <laughs> yeah, the inside improves word improves, yeah. <laughs> Living from the inside out.
3: Uh. <laughs> All night diners keeping you awake with hot black coffee and a hard roll. Living
1: from the inside out. Yeah. <laughs> Those <laughs> are the original lyrics from, uh, was that Rocky Four? Yeah, it's coming. That's what uh, I know. It's uh, yeah.
0: living in America.
1: Yeah, ha! Whew. That's right. That's when uh, Lincoln Continentals Apollo Creed lost the eye of the tiger. (laughs)
0: Yeah, he lost it big time. (laughs) Yeah, Ivan
1: Drago. Well, because remember in the beginning he was so high on fame. Yeah, he he didn't even train. Right. And that. Mm. Oh man, Ivan Drago had been training. Yes. Yes. Um, So we have a story, sir. Sir Ringo Ringo Paul. Sir Ringo Paul. Siri Gopal is amazing, I don't have to tell you, you just spent time with him, he's amazing. Recently, he went to the dentist to have some work done and he told him,
0: No Novocaine please, it's part of my yoga practice.
1: The dentist was very confused. What does yoga have to do with refusing Novocaine? Siri replied,
0: Well, I want to transcend dental (laughs) medication.
1: I want to transcend. <laughs> dental. dental
3: medication. <laughs> Actually, no woman who wouldn't ever take any kind of stim, anything. She would just let the doctor do the grinding and the surgery and everything without anything.
0: Oh, it's possible. That's
3: talk about yeah. another level of transcendental. Hip-
0: people have used hypnosis in place <laughs> of um, Novocaine <laughs> where it's an emergency, like on a battlefield, <laughs> and. Where you have to believe, and it worked. Wow. I'm still
3: a baby of God, when the dentist comes around, I ask for triple, double or yeah. triple.
1: When- and they still are like, are you sure you can
3: still feel this? I'm like, yes, give it another shot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, when I was in college, I had this reverse effect because of all the things I've been uh, mm. ingesting. Right. It took, they kept shooting that thing up, and it was like not working. <laughs> they, oh <my> just, <laughs> they keep like putting more in there. <laughs> uh, well, the good news is, when we bring it about from the inside, start living, having happy days every day, Every day, Sunday, Monday, happy, happy days. days, Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days, Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hums, ready to
0: race to you. Bum, bum, bum. These days are ours, happy and free. These days are ours, share Share them them with me. (laughs) (laughs) Visit DarylAndEd.com to find easy links to everything we do. And thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed.
1: Goodbye, Grace. Sky, sky hello, blue. hello, blue.
0: Nothing can hold me when I hold you. It feels so right. It can't roll. be wrong. Rocking
1: and rolling rollin rollin all, all week roll. long.
0: These, These days are us.
1: Happy and free. I thought
0: you were going to say, Siri. These
1: days
0: are us. There share them with Siri.
1: These days are us when no. a happy days are the, these happy days are yours and mine happy days
0: yeah
2: <laughs> thank you for listening to the funniest thing with daryl and ed Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better than expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. <laughs> <mention> <laughs>
1: $500 See, uh, really? $200 for the sale $100 for you What the hell? <laughs> oh,
0: no, no. $100 for you. Oh,
1: Are you serious? Yeah, I'll give you a hundred
0: Thank
3: you When you record your podcast at Chobo Studios You're helping people in need Here at Chobo, we take a bold stance on helping the community By giving away 10% of all revenue Not just profit To kind, hard-working people in the streets of Los Angeles And thanks to all these wonderful podcasters, we've been able to give $1,400 this year alone through our kindness initiative, Chobo Kindness. Brought to you by Chobo
0: Studios, LA's premier podcasting powerhouse. Follow for more.